listening to Nerds on Film with Roxy Noberry, Sean Moriarty, Gina Giovanetti, and Brian Moriarty. You know what this calls for? Celebration. Midnight margaritas! Woo! You put the lime in the coconut and sing it all around. You put the lime, lime in, in the, the coconut, coconut and shake it all up. Put the lime. <laughs> Oh, but yes. Is that a margarita, though? I mean... So, come on, man. Know. Practical magic. Yeah, so okay. we right. we did have one listener that wrote in that said it was a... Mi- that last episode was a missed opportunity for Midnight Margaritas, uh-huh. our Midnight Margarita meal bag, and they were so right. I do love Practical Magic. Mm. Love me some witch stuff. So, mm. I do agree. That was a missed opportunity. Good, good point out. Good call. Good call. Well, you know what? The thing is, we've done midnight recordings, but that's just like we're old now, and not we're old, but we're like we're we're in our thirties and slash late twenties, and it's like <laughs> we're it's ancient. hard. It's, it's hard. We're old news. This isn't released in real time, though. We could have said it was midnight margaritas, said, and nobody midnight. would have known. Boo! Spooky. Yeah, but where we are in San Jose, though, there's like a bunch of restaurants that blast music so if it was a midnight recording we'd just be like hearing literally it's like mariachi all night long no true seriously yeah i love it yeah i love it pure san jose at its best yeah um but in addition to music and midnight margaritas who else is that that i hear um, in Roxy. the cave June, where is my Sean Junem? I've been waiting for him. I'm sorry, Mama Noberry, he couldn't he, be here tonight. You know He's in what? Denver. He's in Denver. You know what? He in Denver too long. No. <laughs> too long. I wait for him. I I wait, I wait, I wait like a good, good Iranian woman. And he doesn't come back. Why? <laughs> Why? I cook for him day in, day out. I can I can Eight tell you where you can, I can tell you where you can send the kubite to him if you want it. <laughs> I will send him kubite. I will send him salad. I will send him kebab. I will send him. I want to fatten him up. Too skinny. Too skinny. Send, send it all to Gina's house. <laughs> oh, Gina, Sean's not here. Sean's house. not here. Send it all to Gina's house. <laughs> but um, speaking of food, we have amongst us. We really oh. like this chips and guac idea. Oh we yeah, a little. Brian charcuterie. makes real good guac, you guys. Also, he came in with this like sweet dessert guac today. Yeah, Holy shit! Brian. So good. Holy sweet guacamole. You know what? I'm just. I'm so happy to be back here because. You know, this Nerdonomy family business is just, it's really quite a yeah, good Yeah, and what family doesn't like, isn't surrounded by food and alcohol? I and that's know. Right now, we've got some yeah. nice white wine. Yes, we do. Cheers. cheers to family, babies. Cheers. cheers. Family is cheers. not just another F word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well timed. Oh, you're welcome, sweetie. Okay, on that note, so ladies good. and gentlemen, welcome to Nerds on Film. Yes. I'm Brian Moriarty. I'm Gina Giovanetti. And I'm Roxy Nobert, and I'm Woo! damn fucking happy to be back. Yeah, Woo! yeah, yeah. Hello, so, you know, you know, like you said, that family is an F word. I kept thinking guacamole, chimichangas, <laughs> you know, all these different things. Um, <laughs> that's what we're missing. We need some fucking really, chimichangas. Oh, that's true. Oh, my God. Why didn't we do that? Um, God, that would have been apt for this yeah, episode. No kidding. Like, well, there's two Mexican restaurants right around the corner. This is order really, out. Oh, this if is we're true. really feeling it, we can No, dude, Brian, you're about to marry, like, the ultimate Mexican amazing person. We could just call Vanessa and have her with that <laughs> thing. That's true, but the thing is, so chimichanga is, essentially, it's a fried burrito, and oh, burritos, yes. like, real burritos are tiny. Like, mm-hmm. they're not the massive Chipotle missile silos of meat. It's a... <laughs> 
is no 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 uh, no La Vix up in here. No, no, no bur- I, mean, I like La Vix too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, no Iguanas burrito zilla. Right, exactly. <laughs> no special sauce in these burritos. They're, they're not. No, they're not these giant ass burritos that you right. have to carry with have with two hands. Like that are the size of a small child. They're not <laughs> nine pound babies. They're, they're closer to that like twenty five pack of frozen bean and cheese burritos oh, yeah. that you would oh, get. God. Like they're really closer to that size. Side note: My former high school history professor, uh, Mr. Tenor. Oh yeah. He does this thing with his son where every year of his birth he compares his size to an XXL burrito. That's amazing. <laughs> oh so my his, god. His son just I think turned like two I think. Oh. Um, and still he has a burrito and his son and the son just like looks at the burrito and is like wow. I like, love it's just the cutest thing. I love Oh no! It. He does it for his daughter. For his son he puts him in a KFC chicken bucket. Oh, oh my god cute. I love it. That's hilarious. That's and then eventually so when he turns 18 he's going to be wearing the bucket on he's his head. He's going to be oh, wearing yeah. the bucket. Yeah. Or he's going to cut eye holes in it and just like <laughs> bucket man with the science says why does my dad hate me I'll go true I'm sorry but continue yes. no I'm sorry so Hannah we have to explain to our listeners really quick before we jump into the heavily implied episode topic that involves family being an F word and chibichangas mm. um but I have to talk about the sweet guacamole for a second. I, <laughs> because sweet, sweet guacamole. Because I know it's not, I know it's, this is not a food podcast, but we enjoy good food and I enjoy <laughs> crazy ass ideas. We're such a visual Welcome to podcast. Iron Chef America, right. Brian. Your secret ingredient to... is avocados <laughs> yeah. and you can't make standard guac, but look at all of these other items you have. Yeah. You're listening to the delicious dish and... <laughs> As you can tell, this is my sweaty guacamole. Sweaty guacamole. Oh, I love your sweaty guacamole. Oh, God. So sweaty. You can recreate sweaty balls somehow. Or the sweaty wiener, too. You are the ideal Alec Baldwin in this scenario. And I've always wanted to be Molly Shannon, so. Oh, my God. Yes. It just works out. And you are the ideal Anna Gasteyer in this scenario, Gene. You know it. Thank you. Thank you. That is fantastic. So, this is. Basically, you know, for me, the normal guacamole recipe, and there's always arguments over what goes into guacamole. My recipe for guacamole is generally tomato, red onion, cilantro, mint, uh, not mint, uh, lime juice, and then, you know, just salt and pepper. And occasionally... <laughs> salt and pepper's here, now we in the house. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if you want to throw in a jalapeno, throw in a jalapeno. I sometimes Ooh. do it sometimes I don't. Mm. This, I was like, well, what would be... I wonder if we could do it with you no know, sweet like with fruit instead and oh, you, so you I basically nice. did is I, I diced up strawberries instead of tomatoes I um, sliced really thin and diced up a, a gala apple instead oh. of red onion slicing with danger Brian yeah yeah. <laughs> you are yeah. the razor's, I, I've razor's got, edge I've got, I've got the cuts to razor's it, edge so. oh my god look at your hands go to the hospital right <laughs> yeah. now yeah the bleeding, oh. the bleeding eventually stopped the, um, <laughs> it congealed it was weird because it was like squirting out really really ah! fast no, no, I'm Guacamole, kidding. I just I'm ate kidding. half of this. I'm kidding. I'm, 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 tears, baby. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just Thank God for those regenerative artery. superpowers. Um, right? I, and I was able to get it closed in time. Um, but And then I used um, mint instead of cilantro. Mm. And then I used a couple teaspoons of honey to sweeten it up. Um, how so. much virgin blood did you uh, pop into that? None. And, and None any whatsoever. unicorn hairs? None. Or there is just a, Phoenix feathers? Just, just, just the tiniest bit of orphan tears. There we the go. That's what bit. I like to hear. I, uh, I assume that there would be magic There's in gotta it. There's got to be some black it's magic. It's so in delicious, there Brian. You're feeding witches. Uh, some people were like, well, if you're really going to go Mexican, why didn't you get agave nectar? And I'm going to like, well, because I didn't have any. So, <laughs> you know, and I didn't want to buy agave nectar for one ingredient. You know? I mean, Brian, 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 you are feeding. The granddaughters of the witches they didn't burn after all. 
Mm-hmm. Therefore, must pretty much. You, it's implied that you would use some practical magic. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, indeed. Yes, yeah. and I'm pretty sure that if you were to feed this to Puritans. <laughs> Today they would think this is witchcraft. I would. So. I would. You would make a really good Puritan. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Like, um, thank you. I, I am. I think this would work out. I will one hundred percent partake in this guacamole that is obviously ninety percent brujera. Yes. I will I, love know, it. I, oh, I feel like I would make a great Puritan if it wasn't for the fact that I'm okay with the gays. That you're okay. That you're a sinner. <laughs> That's okay. You're just a little liberal Catholic heathen like me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I'm we. So happy to be back. You can so tell so that happy. I'm so woke because I say the gays. So. <laughs> the gays. Oh my gosh. Well, you know what? I'm so glad that we're here because, yeah, speaking of chimichangas, we're here to fucking talk about Deadpool 2. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> we have to. Mm, thank you. Yeah. It's just, it's part of the contract. Totally. And so, you know, I think there are some people who are a little skeptical about this movie because... They're idiots? Well, because Tim Miller wasn't attached to it. <laughs> no. And, you know, they weren't sure how... But the guy... They got the director of John Wick to go. do this movie. Um, <laughs> That's right! He even said it in the credits! Yeah, they did. And they, they said directed by the guy, one of the guys who killed the dog in John Wick, which I thought... Was, <laughs> so I didn't even know he was in John Wick. <laughs> But I guess that's his thing. And he was also one of the henchmen in oh, this movie. Oh, those credit sequences too. are genius. They're great. And you know why? Because, I mean, Ryan Reynolds co-wrote the script. He's executive producer mm-hmm. with Laura Schiller Donner, who does all the X-Men films. And You're welcome, Canadians. Yeah. Uh, and it shows because he's got a... This is such a strong creative arm. And they pull out all the stops this time. Like, you thought last time it was like they pulled all the stops. They pulled out even more stops this time <laughs> because... Self refer. It was like even well, way more self referential. So. Oh, you're so dark. Are you sure you're not from the DC universe? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Or and mentioning the the mentioning the Marvel Cinematic Universe as yeah. well. It got me a little excited. Oh, I'm, I'm wondering so. like, are they implying that the merger is going to go through? No, I don't know. I don't know how Disney is going to respond to Deadpool. Uh. <laughs> well, so Rob Liefeld, the guy who directed or not directed, created the Deadpool character, uh-huh. said that. Um, if Disney does continue, if the merger goes through and Disney says they have plans for Deadpool, mm-hmm. the only way he would be okay with it is if they let Ryan Reynolds continue to run the show. Like, continue oh, wow. to drive okay. that character. Because clearly he gets it. Right. Um, he was born to play the role. He was bo- absolutely born to play the role. I can't even imagine anybody... The The next Deadpool has not been born yet. Let's put it that <laughs> yeah. way. If this is that character that becomes inheritable. He hasn't um, spawned yet. He has not been spawned yet. Um, <laughs> so, like, just as a caveat here, as you probably know, spoilers out the ass. Um, oh, God. I, out the ass in the ass. I, all the way up in it. I personally have not seen Deadpool 2 yet. I just, Whoa. there's certain things I don't give a shit about spoilers <laughs> with just because, like, I'm gonna see it. I'm waiting to see it in two weeks with my sister when she comes home from college. We saw the first one together and so I told her I would, I would save myself for oh. when she came home. You're such a, uh, so, so such a, such a martyr for my sister. <laughs> uh, but, no, so if, I, I will not be contributing very much except potentially to chuckle and laugh at things or ask questions. You know what, Gina, though? You're such a good encyclopedia in general. Yeah. I feel like you're going to be able to pull from so many, like, references <laughs> that are already exist yeah. in this universe. Because this one well. was so self-referential. I'm also it's just easy. happy to take a step back so we can welcome Mama No Berry. Oh, yeah. Because Roxy, my girl, everyone. <laughs> like, we have history, and I'm so happy she's back. 
Gina is just casually one of my soulmates. I am, and you um you mm-hmm. missed Dr. Andy Ishkandar's um, Dr. Andy. What he wrote in, and we did it when oh. we did the mail, Margarita Mailbag. Andy, honey. Yeah. Did so. I tell you guys that in high school we like basically agreed that like. I don't know if this is relevant Did anymore. Did you have, like, my best friend's wedding clause in place that... Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> do I get to plan for a rock... Do I get to plan for a Roxy Andy wedding where I there's mean, a river of fists in June? All I'm saying uh-huh. is that our prom picture, somebody commented on, like, a throwback. They're like, Andy, I didn't know you got married. <laughs> well, because you had the most gorgeous white dress. Like white dress. You looked beautiful. And he filled in a tux really well. And I'm he's, so proud of my Andy. He's a doctor. He's such a good doctor. He's a doctor. He, he survived the Caribbean. I mean, the man just just. He's a doctor. You're a therapist. He's a doctor. Just, he went to help. medical school. 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 You're both he's helping. A doctor. He's a therapist, and they have a dog and a plant. <laughs> oh my god. The number is four 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 four. Call. We'll talk. No big whoop. Apparently, we're all of a sudden we're Linda Richmond. We're from Long Island all the time. Oh, my God. I am the new Long Island medium. But you know what, Gina? I'm I'm happy you're here. And even though I I haven't seen Deadpool 2, you haven't missed much. Because, honestly, Deadpool 2 does not really deviate that far from Deadpool That's fair. It really doesn't. I mean, it it is a different plot line. Yeah. But, but, I mean, at the same time, tone-wise, it is literally the same movie. Um, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, in fact, that's what I was worried about because mm. the first movie really was able to. I mean, you don't really think of the word pathos when you think of Deadpool, but he does have. <laughs> but he does have. But you do think of a verisimilitude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the sacrosanct verisimilitude. <laughs> but like he She's does. She's back, everyone. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. But the first one was very much. I like how Vanessa's character is very centric yeah. to both films. Yeah. And the first one was like him being comfortable with himself and this one is now like basically trying to what's the word um get her back basically. Yeah, from the from the great beyond. Um yeah, and get her back by that means he's looking for reasons to kill himself because yeah. she dies in the first 5 minutes of the movie. Basically. That was a thing that I read as much as like because I knew we were recording this, I would just kind of like went balls to the wall and I'm like I don't give a shit about spoilers, I'm going to be spoiled anyway. Like, so like I did read an article about how yeah, she was kind of killed off within the first five minutes and then that opened up a discussion about like fridging female characters Mm. so is that something that was ever like referred to or is that something that she's she's not really first off so she's not really dead so she is dead okay but then deadpool kills himself like two or three different times he has Mm -hmm. like two or three fake deaths where he gets to interact with her in the afterlife. Mm -hmm. So she's in the movie prominently. Oh, interesting. Okay. She's basically like a spirit guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's really cool. And she says is your heart is not in the right place. And then Deadpool, (laughs) and then the the, the big joke is at the end, so obviously Cable is a major character in this, and Cable is, if we were in a screenwriting class, Cable (laughs) would be the fake opponent ally in this story. (laughs) And what a sexy one he is. Yeah, where you think he's the bad (laughs) guy, but in fact it's not. The juggernaut is the bad guy. And they bring him the full big on helmet. Like, they make him look just Uh, like the comics. Yeah. With with the yellow jumpsuit on top of it. They supersized him. Yeah. But, like, yes, he's huge. And so it's like, it... It's the juggernaut that we all hoped Vinnie Jones was going to be. Yeah. Okay. Um, that fell apart. So yeah, 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 totally. Um, so they they pulled it fit that the off. Tone though, eh? But anyway, to to put a cap on the Vanessa subject. So because obviously 
cables from the future and there's the time traveler device that he uses Mm -hmm. to get back there he the whole their whole logic with time is that he's only got enough power for one round trip so he he has to so the one trip he uses to get back he uses to save deadpool's life in the end when he actually dies and and he he can't because they basically you know how in the x-men comics they had the dampeners uh callers the mutant Mm -hmm. so and there was a point where they had the mutant dampener callers that would turn off their mutation when they were when it was on Mm -hmm. they introduced this uh when deadpool and uh the main antagonist of the movie go to prison and so he his cancer comes back and he's so then cable breaks him out unintentionally because he's actually trying to kill the kid he went to mm-hmm. uh went to prison with who is from the essex house so there's the implication of mr sinister somewhere mm, in the background okay. but you never see him um and basically cable makes a sacrifice instead of going home to rectify once his family is alive, like he just he goes back in time and saves Deadpool's life. Interesting. Okay. So, um, but then Deadpool has Negasonic Teenage Warhead fix the time machine. <laughs> the longest name and ever. Then he, and then he goes back and retcons a ton of shit that happens in the movie. Oh, okay. Including preventing Vanessa from even dying. Yeah. So, Interesting. And okay. Green Lantern from ever being made because he has. Yeah, oh my god. Says Green Lantern, and then someone shoots him in the head. Oh and my god! Yeah, like so two thousand seven, Ryan Ryan Reynolds getting shot. Well, it's so funny. That's it's like, amazing. It says, yeah, it oh says my like god. that, and it's like, and it's so funny because Ryan Reynolds is looking at the script and he says, "Things are looking up." And then, <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! And then oh, the he kids, also kills yeah. Weapon Eleven Deadpool yeah. from. Oh, he shoots him dead, dude. That's it's hilarious. So Hugh Jackman totally makes a cameo. It's the greatest uh, thing ever. Jack Human, well, the Jack- one who was the Wolverine. Well, I mean, they just use footage from X Men oh, Origins. Oh, oh, of course. Can we talk about there. Wolverine in this, please? Oh my God, yeah, because so the, the, like, the, the opening shot is <laughs> the is a little trophy of the ending scene of Logan when he gets impaled on the tree. Okay, it's, it's like it's, it's like it's like a spinning like music box <laughs> trophy. It's based a snow globe oh of my a god. dead Wolverine impaled oh my by god. a giant log, and he clicks the log, and it plays a song. Oh my god! <laughs> and meanwhile, he's like laying on top of this, like these, like twelve barrels of like nitroglycerin or something of explosives, basically. some explosive, and he blows himself up. Yeah, like, because he wants how to. The yeah. Do it. yeah, so he blows himself up, and then it flash forward to a few weeks later when he's regenerated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like fucking Wolverine. But then there's a point <laughs> like where my like, thing in my thunder. Then there's a point where literally, oh my god, there's a point where Juggernaut is revealed. Yeah, and Juggernaut literally rips Deadpool in half. Oh god! And like there's like blood and guts and everything. Oh, no. And then he grows back his legs, but he's got like baby legs. <laughs> And then he's like walking around the apartment with naked baby legs. Oh god! So everyone's like, "Oh, oh god!" Because they see his little baby penis that he has. Oh god! Uh, What does he have, Brian? What moment do they reference the fucking Uh, movie? Uh, is it like that Sharon Stone? Oh, this is his basic instinct moment. Oh, okay. Because he does the whole it's leg cross thing. It's a basic instinct moment. Okay, he crosses the... his legs and you see his baby penis. Oh, God. The, like, the, the comparison I was going to make was there's the, the like, interdimensional cable episode of Rick and Morty where there's the, like, baby legs cop oh. procedural drama that they stumble upon. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like that. And there's a little That's bit where he gets up. And he's like walking, and he like has like the truce handshake with yeah. Cable. Oh my but god! But he's like up to Cable's yeah. like no, his head's up to like Cable's crotch basically. Yeah, yeah. So because he's on his little baby legs. 
Yeah. And he's just so, like fucking around with his little baby legs. And yeah. You're like, oh is there is there a solid soundtrack in this one? Because one of the things, oh, my favorite things so. of the first one was like the opening, like the the opening scene set to fucking Angel of the Morning. <laughs> the, opening, the opening montage is him working a job, and it's literally Dolly Parton's nine to five. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. Okay. And then it That's... transitions into a fucking James Bond title sequence, Ooh. where it's the Celine Dion yeah, song. Yeah, because once Vanessa <gasps> died, right? The that's, Celine Dion. That, that cues yeah. the Celine Dion song. Ooh. And it's like, exactly. That's yes, it's, it's a throwback to James, James Bond. Bond. Yeah. I love it. And it's all fucking around with it because it's just, you know, totally. But that's the thing, though. I thought that was brilliantly done because you transition from this totally dramatic moment of Vanessa dying mm-hmm. and he can't protect her. And he's like, you know, he does the whole cinematic. No. <laughs> but, it's, but it's sincere, though. It's yeah. a legit, it's like. completely sincere. Right. And they do it all, like, in silent, too. You don't actually hear him say it. You just see him emote it. Mm-hmm. And it's. And then they transition into the James Bond title sequence, and you're all just, like, heartbroken. And then, oh! Um, and, and then he starts, like, basically becoming a Bond girl in the title sequence. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Playing both the, like, the hero and the Bond girl. I love it's, it. It's you can't help yeah. but laugh because they do all the title sequence stuff, you know? With, like, you know, who the fuck is this? Wait, what? Who oh, the fuck? Oh, yes. Like, for all the titles. Like, oh, totally. Yeah, you exactly. Read it and you just keep reading it, and you're like, oh, my God. It yeah. brings you out of the drama really, really well. Yeah. I really love and that And I think moment. that's what this movie does in- incredibly well, is it matches the seriousness with the levity yeah. very well. Because Cable is trying to save his... Because fa- it literally... The first time you see Cable, he's looking at the scorched remains of his wife and daughter. Ooh. Oh, yeah. James Brolin, you sexy motherfucker. Yeah. And of course, he's, oh. he even says, fuck you, Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> that was like... such a good moment. <laughs> fuck you, Thanos. Oh, Dude, Gina, this movie upped the ante. I mean, it helps that Ryan Reynolds like, co-wrote it. Mm-hmm. Ups the ante on self-referential humor. <laughs> Scotty agrees. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much good humor that tops, if Ooh. anything, the first movie. Nice. Okay. If anything, I will buy this movie on DVD just for the writing. Because the writing and the humor is so fucking, like, sharp and on top of it. I I don't even care how lost I felt in some moments. If anything, that's my one critique. I had no fucking clue where this movie was going to go at one point. It's true. Because a lot of these Marvel movies, you basically know what's going to happen. You basically followed the through line. You followed, if anything, you read the comic books, so you pretty much know. At the same time, I was left in the air with this. And I feel like the timing of this, the release of this movie was really difficult sure if that makes sense considering that we just got back from infinity war yeah and i mean it even makes ryan reynolds even made fun of infinity war i know over twitter (laughs) um it's hard though right it's hard to transition from something it it is it is and i think thankfully after the ending of infinity war we needed something that was a little bit a mm -hmm. little more brevity please exactly yeah and so after this he does eventually once he has to basically take down cable he is uh, he assembles X Force. Hmm. Uh, oh God! Okay, well, okay, so, okay. Well, so sorry. <laughs> we, we forget. We forget this moment where he joins oh. the X Men as a trainee. So he has this yeah. little training jersey. Trainee he, jersey. He puts on on top of his Deadpool. <laughs> he costume. keeps saying, "I'm in the X Men." Everyone keeps going, "You're a trainee." Oh my God! <laughs> I love reminding it. Reminding him, it's great. And so you know, so Negasonic Teenage Warheads in there again. There's actually a shot where it's like, "Look, this movie's so cheap, you couldn't afford the other X Men actors." And there's literally a shot where it's <laughs> Nicholas Holt as the, the as, as Beast, Beast and all of the X Men from X Men. At the end of yeah. Apocalypse, like I'm pretty like, sure Jennifer Lawrence, they're just like, is in there. They're just like sliding cl- a door closed. 
clothes to hide <laughs> from behind him. Behind him. Oh. Like, looking at him like, we're not here. You never That's saw That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. It's yeah. the greatest fucking, like, throwback and cameo ever. Um, so literally, all you see is fucking, what's his face? The the metal guy. Colossus. Colossus, right. Yes. And he's and just and walking CGI around the house better. by himself. CGI yeah. fight. Yes. Yeah. Um, was better. And um, oh, so, basically, so they, they come across this kid whose name is, let me. Um, Firefight. Firefight is the hmm. is his code or fire name. fist. Fire fist. Yeah. The actor is Julian Dennison. This nice. Uh, I don't know if he's Australian or Kiwi, but he is interesting. He's definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a Kiwi. He's from yeah. New Zealand. Yeah, and he plays New Zealand in the movie too. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's a guy who basically he's a he's a pyromancer, very much like Pyro is, um, and so he tries to save him because he basically went ape shit and tried to, to kill everybody at his. Uh, school. Mm. Basically, the Essex house is almost the antithesis of the Xavier house. Instead of, like, instead of trying to teach mutants to flourish as mutants, they're trying to punish them into repressing their mutation. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a very Puritan way of looking at it, actually, and to bring this thing full circle. Yeah, Um, it really does, because Domino, you know, one of the um, most sort of anticipated uh, features of this Deadpool 2, she grew up in Essex House. Exactly, and she mentions that, too. Yeah, her return to it is a really cool, like, evidence of how important it is to have retribution um, right. from this place because it was such a traumatic and, and difficult experience. And, like, I just loved how Deadpool, like, recognized that and really just, like, fought for that because he's like, these kids are being abused. This is uh, obviously an abused child. Like, yeah, totally. we need to fix this right yeah. fucking And now. he gets it because he came from a fucked up childhood, exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah, um, totally. And that's what I thought was really cool. Was the so empathy great. that he can feel even though he's so... So great. Uh, self-referential and yeah. cutting at times. But, it's all um, a front. He's a big yeah, softie. Totally. So he gets kicked out of the X-Men because he makes a call hmm. that they don't agree with. And so he decides, since Cable shows up eventually, to try to kill this kid. Oh my God. Because he's basically trying to use the John Connor plot from Terminator mm-hmm. trying yeah. to kill him. <laughs> because he, in the future, that. kills his wife. and He's like, child. okay, John Connor. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, oh my God, it's so great. So because of that, they end up going to prison um and the icebox which is the the mutant prison cable ends up going to kill firefist but ends up breaking them out once they're out cable decides not cable deadpool decides to form the x-force to take hmm. down cable i will say cable's tech was really fucking cool it totally was i loved how it was just out in the open like that and really utilized I and thought the it was tech so virus well done. element was it was super subtle but like he was checking his skin to see that if it had progressed and there was a point when it had it had progressed. Isn't that fucking wild? He has yeah. a tech virus? Yeah. That, well, oh. that's, that's the whole premise, so right? So sexy. So for those who don't know, Cable <laughs> is from an alternate future where he is the son of... Uh, his name is Nathan Summers and it's because he is the son of Cyclops, Scott Summers, and Scott Madeline Pryor. Madeline Pryor is the clone of Jean Grey that was created after she oh, died. Oh, shitsky. Ooh, she, she, she's, she's an evil clone. I did so, not realize that yeah. he cloned her. So, Super yeah. casual. The, he, so the, the, um, the, <laughs> uh, there's, well, there's also another alternate no. future where Jean Grey and Scott give birth to a son, mm-hmm. also named Nathan, and he becomes uh. X-Man. He has different powers. <laughs> um so um maybe this X-Man is... and Miss Marvel should get together. <laughs> yeah. Just to be really fucking obvious. Yeah. Just like really like on the nose. <laughs> Two on character the nose. names. Fucking Stanley officiate the wedding. named X Marvel. So, and then they'll join the DC X Marvel man. Marvel um, X. <laughs> Marvel X exactly. So um Oh Jesus. Yeah, and anyway, so 
that happens, and that's when they have the funny recruiting sequence where they re- recruit the other para- char- people like Terry Crews' character. Oh, and Terry okay. Crews is in it? Crews. Terry Crews is in it for I like two seconds. I fucking love Terry Crews. And so uh, Peter, who's great. the guy who has no superpowers but a big mustache. They featured, and then, they featured and him in the trailer. Then my all-time favorite cameo that comes up to it. All I will say is there's a character called The Vanisher. And he's Vanisher. invisible. Like we're never sure if he's actually Vanisher there is completely until this the he, action sequence where they jump he, out of the plane. Okay. Is he like first of all his headshot is blank? So <laughs> is he is he, he like pop. the reverse character from Mystery Men, he's or it's like the you don't man. know if he's actually there? But like in Mystery yeah. Men, it was like I can only be invisible when no one's watching. So Gina, okay. he literally wears a parachute in this movie, and all you see is a floating parachute. So, so like so. <laughs> But the thing is, like, it's filled out. So, yeah. you're like, wait a second. Yeah. Is it just a parachute yeah. or is it someone actually there? And then finally, yeah. they ha- they have this gust of wind that blows through. Yeah. And all of them, except for Domino, because her power is luck, and Deadpool, die yeah. horrific deaths. <laughs> and yeah. the one who okay. is the so vanisher then... ends up landing on electrical lines and he yeah. loses his power. And you find out it's Brad Pitt. It's Brad oh, yeah. fucking okay. Pitt. It's my baby boy in the best cameo of 2018. Ooh. He lands on the electrical wire and you see him just holding onto it for <laughs> dear life. And you see that beautiful goddamn face just dying. Yeah. Like Ro- Roxy's, I, I can't, Roxy's middle I, school I, screen name coming through. My, my, I can't. Came through more than in more many ways. I love Brad Pitt, 1996. <laughs> oh, um. you know, baby. I mean, he okay for post-divorce Brad Pitt. We're looking pretty damn good. I mean, he, the man is a survivor. Okay, oh, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't have that like crappy Jack Sparrow beard He's anymore. Basically, the Beyonce no, he had, he had, of he had Deadpool the Two. Uh, well, yeah. no, like I, for a while he had it, and it was looking real grown. No, no, oh, it honey. was trimmed. It was trimmed up, but he still honey. had it. Okay, no, yeah. he looked good. He looked good. Like a beard, uh, like a nice maintained beard is fine. Once it gets to like. Home dog, there are dreads in your beard. Baby girl, yeah. baby girl, no, Mm-mm. no, 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 no. Yeah. He's a survivor. He's and gonna make there's it. There's also mm-hmm. I have to mention out too that <laughs> he didn't um, make it in this movie, but he made it in my heart. <laughs> yeah, that they made they made Negasonic. Um, the, the, she has a girlfriend in the movie named Yukio. Oh, Yukio! Hi, Yukio. And Yukio. So Negasonic hates him, but Yukio is always super nice. He's like, "Hi, Deadpool. Oh, Hi, Yukio." Gina, and, like, no they, matter what, and every like d- dramatic moment, they always manage to say hello to each other. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> cute little like you know, that's yeah. so cute. Little Japanese, and like... they show up for two seconds in the third yeah. act in their X-Men gear and I forget what Yukio's power is but something you do with lightning oh she like has like a lasso that she manages to whip up and capture oh um, that's cool electrical energy or she, something. yeah she does that's it neat. and basically manages to disable um, Juggernaut oh for that's a, for cool for a second yeah, yeah. yeah and then he gets an electric wire up his butt <laughs> yeah because they literally they pants him oh um, nice so. oh so first of all humor. oh my god the Juggernaut theme <laughs> Again, the level of self-referential. Brian, bring it <laughs> home, baby. Sing so they have a me. choir that uh-huh. sings the lyrics. I'm just gonna say the lyrics, and then I'll, I'll sing them with my. You gotta, choir you gotta sing this though, because you know I'm a sucker for like Show a church two. dramatic opera choir. Yeah. Bring it on. So it's so the lyrics are. Holy shit, it's the juggernaut. You can't kill this motherfucker. Holy oh shit, my God. balls. Holy shit, balls. Brian, just do it. Can you, can you sing so it? it? Goes. Can you sing it for us, Brian? Can you sing it for us, Brian? Can you? Okay. Can you dig it? Okay, so I'm going to be jumping octaves, guys. Brian, so if I crack, I crack. Fucking it. do it. <clears throat> don't, don't justify this. Don't just go. Shit. Just go. There we go. Sing it. Holy shit, it's the juggernaut. You can't kill this motherfucker. Holy shit, boss. Holy shit, boss. Holy shit, boss. Holy shit, boss. Ah! Oh my God, I love it. 
Uh, I have no testicles anymore. They have completely receded up into his asshole. They're the size of raisins. Scotty and- is like looking at you very concerned like, right now. I like him. He's I like, like him. He like, sings like a like a little girl. Like a He's lady. Brian, no, Scotty's literally like, oh, you don't have any balls like I don't. Congratulations. Because <laughs> oh, you lost yours in I was the like, scene. Oh, you lost them too. <laughs> did you also have to wear a cone? Because oh, I did. <laughs> I have no shame about my cone. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> most of the time, you don't hear it because you're laughing so hard. Oh, so but good. then they play it again in the credits. They really ah. do. So, by the way, guys, oh my god, I had no idea. There's no post-credit scene. There's Aww. a mid-credit scene. There's a mid-credit scene. There's no post-credit, not a post-credit scene. Yeah, because the mid-credit scene is the retconning of him going back. And, oh, okay. And him basically stopping the X-Force characters from dying. Yeah. Well, he stops Peter from dying. Everyone else, right. he lets die. He lets die. Um, <laughs> and then, you're welcome, Canada. Like, I, basically right. killing off Green Lantern. he kills Lantern. himself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that, because I honestly think one of my favorite post-credit <clears throat> scenes in anything is... The one from the first Deadpool, yeah. where he does the whole Matthew Broderick, Ferris Bueller coming oh, yeah. out of the shower, and it's just like, oh, oh, yeah. you're, still you're still here. The movie's over. Yeah, go home. Well, let's take a second and let's really talk about Domino because Domino yeah. was fantastically she was done my in this favorite movie. in this movie. She was sassy. Oh. She was skilled, confident, competent. competent. All of it. She looks Absolutely. so hot too. She's so sexy. It's ridiculous. Oh my god, she looks so hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she did. Zazzy, um, God, what's her name? Zaz, the actress is got a great name. Well, Roxy looks it up. I just want to mention uh, Zazzy Beats. Oh. Zazzy Beats. How there fucking was cool is that for a, a name? Real, re, there was a really cool and dead. She's, uh, not she's dead German. Nice. She's born. She was born in Germany. I'd I love her. it. There was that really cool Domino cosplayer we saw Ooh. at Silicon Valley Comic Con. Yeah. She looked so good. So awesome. Oh yes. Okay, I just I loved her powers. I'm sorry. That's just the best yeah. powers to have. And they honestly, you see them come into play. Like there's a point where yeah. she, like she's having to drive a truck. Yeah. And fight. And there's a point where she, like she's like, well, <laughs> all right, Lady Luck, take she's the wheel. Literally she literally let, just like Lady yeah. She, so it, the car just drives itself. <laughs> you know how a well, lot of people say like Jesus, Jesus take the take wheel, the wheel? No, yeah. in this case luck took the wheel and it took it and it fucking drove through the streets of Vancouver like a boss I yeah. love it That's, I will say something as a Canadian um, how they filmed Canada and Vancouver particularly I mean it was filmed in Vancouver obviously um, was so fucking well done I loved yeah. it and honestly oh. it didn't I mean it was great but like I didn't even know you I, had for no me, idea I thought, right I thought it was like this could have been New unless York. you're from Vancouver which I pretty much am like yeah. you wouldn't know and I was like, holy shit, that's Lionsgate Bridge. Holy shit, that's downtown. Okay. And I thought that was such a cool throwback to the fact that Ryan Reynolds is very proudly Canadian. Okay. So it was really like his movie in that way. Sure. You, know, and and you could tell that that was yeah. definitely Ryan's like producing sort of input. In sure. That. Like, let's pay homage basically to Vancouver. Right. And obviously, an awesome yeah, city. Obviously, there's a lot of TV and film that is produced yeah, in Vancouver. It's so the, It is the Canadian Hollywood. Did I ever tell you guys about so. the time that they filmed one of the sequels to Dr. Doolittle in my grandma's apartment? No. <laughs> yeah, they filmed it in my grandma's apartment building. It was like this car sequence. And I remember I spent the entire summer that one year. I was like maybe like 10 or 11 or maybe 12. I don't know. I was pretty young. And I would just watch from my grandma's balcony from below as they were filming this like driving sequence. Basically, Dr. Doolittle's daughter, she becomes the new like 
dog whisperer and uh, she's like driving for the first time and she's like gets into this like huge accident and has to like crash into a pole uh, it was like a split second scene in the actual end cut of the movie though but dude it took the whole fucking day they wetted down the whole street i mean oh they God. filmed it in the streets of vancouver so because i've actually actually witnessed that i can only imagine what it's like for the rest of vancouver to have to deal with these movies who constantly film there i mean they filmed a ton of action sequences in vancouver for this whole movie like that whole driving sequence brian that was insane what they did those stunts were crazy they were and they were yeah i mean the cgi was pretty damn good in this movie so fucking so it it, for that scene i for in particular i don't know how much was practical and how much was usually cgi really takes me out of a movie unless it's like lord of the rings but this one i didn't fucking care because colossus i love colossus and i care about him yeah and his cgi is so impeccable that you didn't even care if it was a CGI fight. You know what I mean? Between yeah. him and Juggernaut. It looks so fucking good. It was so seamless. Yeah. So and compliments same thing with, to the chef. Same thing with Juggernaut. Sh- I mean, Juggernaut is just like a giant buff human. He's a cartoon. He's a cartoon. But he's... But it looks real enough because Isn't of the mask it? that, like... You have was to there was there any is. reference to a, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch? No! Oh, that really made me That's sad. unfortunate because I know, like... So, uh... Kids, kids under 18, maybe. <laughs> the big internet funny thing when Roxy and I were in school was we a coming up in our dubbed day. over episode of Reef the X-Men. 2005. Yeah. 2005. Yeah. Was a dubbed, dubbed over episode of the X-Men animated series where it was the juggernaut and the, the big, the big catchphrase. And that was, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Oh, or, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. I like your raincoat, bitch. Like... <laughs> And that's, I think that's, that's why they put, you know, that, you know, very British, like, I'm the juggernaut, bitch, in, like, the third X-Men movie, which was terrible. And that's not, not what anybody wanted out of that juggernaut. So I was hoping maybe this would be a redemption for the meme of our day. (laughs) You know what, though? Deadpool 2 was the redemption for that X-Men movie. Can I say that? Is that too far to say? Um, All of the humor that was misplaced in that movie I was placed well in this one. What he's one. trying to do is because he very Scotty. much exists. Sorry, it's all right. All right, go ahead. Try um, it again. Yes, guys. For those who don't know, Roxy's dog Scotty is joining us, and he's Shit. kind of running around. <laughs> he's a little spazzing bit. out. Yeah. Sorry, he really um, likes Deadpool. <laughs> Um, so don't insult my nephew. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. My but, nephew is a delight. He's just um, a joy. I do think that. Because it exists in the X Men universe, and the fans have acknowledged so many missteps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On, I mean, really, really, honestly, it came down to X Men Three mm. and X Men Apocalypse. Like X Men Three two. is the Spider Man Three of the X Men universe. <laughs> yeah. Well, then what is you X-Men can tell Apocalypse? by the way I walk out a woman's back. Yeah. <laughs> Emo Spider Man. Yeah. So I think because of that, like, you have to kind of like. Him being there and him knowing that he's a fictional character mm-hmm. really does lighten so it up a lot. Self-aware. That's fair. So totally. self-aware. This movie is by far one of the most self-aware movies of all time. Too yeah. self-aware. I, the thing, yeah, but the thing I think it's important French. to know, though, is you know the whole reason that he even exists is because of Loki. Mm. Lo- Loki was the one who told Deadpool he was a fictional character. Ah. And that's what allowed them to break the fourth. Because if I remember correctly, before that point, she-Hulk was the one who broke the the fourth wall. She was oh. the half because she was the I've got giant boobs. I'm a <laughs> I'm a walking female stereotype, but I'm also trying to be a hero in my own right. God, I want a She-Hulk movie with Gwendolyn so Christie as She-Hulk. Much. 
That's what, what I was thinking watching Avengers. I was like, yeah. God damn it, when are they going to do She-Hulk? Because that right. would be great. Gwendolyn, would be extremely sexual. Yeah, Gwendolyn Christie, who is Brienne of Tarth on Game of Thrones, yes, uh, who actually is like... 90,000 feet tall and a glorious a good Amazon of a human being. I want her as She-Hulk in all of the best ways possible. I could, I could dig it. Sweet I God. Dig it. Or some like CrossFit athlete. I yes. uh, I do have a question because I know you mentioned that they did give uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Did they yeah. at all acknowledge um, the char- like the Deadpool character's queerness mm. um it's it's implied as much as it is in the first movie you okay. know what and they didn't really like hype up their relationship as much if anything it was normal okay. and I do remember thinking that while I was watching the movie I was like hey this is really normalizing a queer relationship Okay, and I really respect how they're portraying it they're really not making a deal out of it if yeah. anything they're making them likable and they're being very respectable and you really dig it Cool. Like, are you referring to the Yukio and Yeah, Megasonic? okay. Yeah. It wasn't it's not one of those like very Scott Pilgrim-y like not oh like you're a lesbian. Mm-hmm. I you know, oh, oh you had a sexy phase. It wasn't a very not like male gazy lesbian thing. Okay. No, no, no. no, it was actually really well done and really like like I said, cool. normal. Okay, no, that's cool. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just wondering because, like, I know because, like, Deadpool, I know is a big like like his whole thing is that the character is canonically pansexual, and uh, so I was just wondering if that had come up at all in the film. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. No, it really didn't. Huh, I mean, you know? there's the, there was the implication in the first movie that there was some connection with Blind Al. And, <gasps> Blind Al <laughs> and Blind Al definitely is in this movie too. Yes, yes. she Gosh, definitely. So great. She touches the baby leg. She's like, dear God, like, what's going on? <laughs> and it wasn't the baby leg. Oh, it was the oh, baby penis. It was no. the baby penis. Oh. Yeah. She reminds me of basically, like, Wanda Sykes' grandmother. Like, if, <laughs> if there was such a person, you know, who was famous. Right. Like, I kept thinking about Wanda Sykes the whole time. Um, oh, yeah. God so, bless her. <laughs> the implications are really, really subtle, but, like, it's... Yeah. I think this one, because he was... So much of the plot was driven around him mourning... Vanessa's Vanessa. death, yeah. that mm-hmm. if they had really tried to address that, it would have been confusing okay. to the story. If That's anything, fair. they only addressed it when they were picking out baby names for the baby they wanted to make. That's true. They were coming up with really ridiculous <laughs> they're names. Like, be, like, they're like, Todd, we'll name him Todd. And they're like, don't name him Todd. <laughs> it's just like, dumbest yeah. name. If we name him Ed, like, that'll really get him beat up in high school or something. Yeah. something well, there's like actually that. a great moment at the beginning yeah. where they have their anniversary and Deadpool, mm. they give each other their anniversary gifts. Kiss and, me like you miss me. Yeah. Oh, I love and that. And so the one bit is that Deadpool uh, gives her a token that's like, like they're from Skee-Ball. Yeah. But it's, made, but it's melted date. down from lead from one of his bullets. Oh, wow. So, so it's Pure really cute. And then she gives him, this is the kind of gross part, she get, opens up a box and it's her IUD. And she said it's her IUD, which is like, I gave you my IUD. He's like, a bomb? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like the pain of like a Oh a my God. And she's like, that's no, it's my IUD. Let's make a baby. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, so they really, they really try to sweeten up the fact that oh, they're gonna try to be a family, and yeah. then and then they kind of punch you. The a people bit. he was trying to kill the first in the first five minutes come back and revenge kill Vanessa, oh, okay. and then he goes out and revenge kills that guy. Right. So, uh, which is very John Wick. Like that was like yeah, oh, this God. is totally John. That's the John Wick tab. John Wick. Okay. John Wick. They're gonna make a third one, and I'm already got the ticket for it. I know what I'm excited I'm for. Sorry, tangent. Since we're talking about Keanu Reeves, I'm so fucking excited 
for Bill and Ted Three. <gasps> yes! Woo! Because yes! they haven't they haven't said it outright, but Ed Solomon was in an interview. Yeah. There's gonna be a scene where they meet their teenage selves. Oh shit! <gasps> That's crazy. And. I don't know. 69, dude! <laughs> so, somehow through the magic of CGI and, like, maybe unused footage from the 1980s movie, oh, they're please. going to they're going to have that scene take place. Oh, because the God. whole premise is Bill and Ted are in their 50s, they're married, they have their, their daughters, but they haven't written their rock and roll song that's supposed to have changed the world yet. Mm-hmm. So they now travel, and so Ruvis's daughter travels back in Rufus. time. Rufus! Yeah, exactly. uh, helps them travel back in time through another batch of historical characters oh, to yes. figure out what it was, and also musician reference uh, cameos, to help figure out what yes. went wrong. All what? they need is a hologram of George Carlin. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, apparently, and so there will be a reference to Rufus in that verse because of, the, of the scene yeah. that happens in the See, 90s. it's just gotta happen, oh, man. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I mean, Keanu yeah. Reeves has done nothing but age like a fine wine. Hasn't Alex Winter also acknowledged that this is something that's happening as well, or no? They're, no, they're all in. Like, yes. You know, like, yeah. it's, it's not just like they yeah. want it to happen. Like, it's been greenlit. It's happening. Oh, no, yes. the studio confirmed Yes, everything. God. So great. Yeah. And it took a long time because people were like, do people even want to see his movie? Yes. And, like, yeah. and we're like, ask yes, anybody yes, yes, born yes, yes. between the years of 1980 and 1990 because the answer yes, is yes, 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 yes. It's going to be such good. Uh, put that, uh, that goes to the top of my list in my spank bank. I'm so excited. Oh, yes. <laughs> that and John Wick 3. Oh, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Now even going like... to your mom, dude, in your own room. <laughs> dude, even the fucking like Winona Ryder, Keanu, like rom-com that's no, coming out right. and it's going to be a great that looks late August too. release, right, Brian? <laughs> Yeah, Will. Oh, we okay yes. for our annual like August episode. We have to do a review of that movie <laughs> of the uh, the Keanu Winona movie. Yeah, it's like oh, I don't even know what it's called. Ooh. Like I've, I've like blacked Ooh. out watching the trailer because I was so excited. Yeah, so, like this is pure late August material. And it's Keanu <laughs> and and Winona. Winona forever, bro. That's all I'm saying. Yes. So why excited. why no forever? Why People no? love to give Keanu Reeves shit. Oh, all the but- shit. Truth be told, if you honestly, aside from Point Break, some of his earlier movies, yeah. but like legitimately ever since I would My, say 96 or so when he really had that couple of years where he fell off of the, the fan wagon yeah. and then right before The Matrix, uh. like... He's actually delivered very consistent, very solid acting performances. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Hello, My Own Private Idaho? Yeah, exactly. One of the most... Heartbreaking yeah. performances, well, the best chemistry with River Phoenix. I've oh my god, I I get emotional thinking of my own private. Well, there Idaho. was that movie that he did with Cameron Diaz in the late nineties too. It was like oh, an I don't know, film. but um, you got to remember, right before he made the Matrix, his fiance died. Didn't yeah. they have? Didn't they lose a child they as well? Did. Yeah, Stillborn. yeah, yeah. So Keanu, Keanu went through a lot, but he also oh, seems like a really cool dude. And like, everyone says he's like the nicest guy. Well, he's I'm, a on, life, I'm on dude. like I'm on Reddit a lot at work because I hate my job. Um, <laughs> the best thing about it is knowing I'm leaving it at and the end of July. Of her, and all of her bosses are listening to this. <laughs> no, episode. they're not. My bosses are. My boss is a a stuffy old man. Yeah, he's the, not listening. Um, the movie was called uh, Feeling Minnesota. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, which actually yeah states in them (laughs) but wait but yeah yeah. but no like there's a lot of people who get to like the front page of reddit that are like oh like I met this guy while I was grocery shopping or whatever and he was real cool and took a picture with my kid and a lot of the times like it's Keanu Reeves (laughs) and like you can tell it's like 
like these are you know a lot of times celebrities are just like I'm fucking grocery shopping or like I'm just trying to live my life but like he'll actually he'll like take pictures with people he'll be cool yeah. like he will muster himself and yeah. like be a cool dude in yeah. person he'll rally because you know what yeah. he's Keanu fucking rapes. give up he'll give up his seat on the subway yeah there was actually someone who. That's recorded so it on his smartphone. He gave up his seat and he was lugging this big ass army bag of well, shit. Well, that's him. also that's also like a decent thing to do. Like that's the thing though. I'm not gonna like give somebody accolades for being just a decent human being because like I was always someone who was like I rode the city bus a lot as a kid. I was always taught like you give up your seat to old people, pregnant women, people with kids, that sort of thing. I had like I tried to get up for an old man once and he told me to sit back down and I was like, <laughs> Sir, I understand your chivalry. You need this seat more than I I do though like please sit down but like no but like the the fact that you know you are if you if you are someone who is a celebrity and you are someone who maybe carries a certain clout about you that you know people would bother in in places like the grocery store or like a restaurant or something i think i think it is really cool that like people like that can be decent and like understand that these people are fans of them and that's why that they're actively seeking them out but like if you see keanu reeves or anyone please be cool about it don't be like me and tanya at disneyland when we saw john c Riley at (laughs) one of the restaurants we were like i fucking him because i just stared at him the whole time and this poor little like Asian really, that's... family next to us who didn't speak English were like, "What? That's who you chose to I fuck was John it's C. Riley." John C. Riley. You know, I feel so bad. I've never, <laughs> I've gone to Disneyland quite a bit in the last couple of years because of Vanessa. Uh, um, yeah. And I have not seen one celebrity at Disneyland ever. Neither have I, buddy. It's kind of an awkward. I moment. I would imagine it's a little weird too, because yeah. probably probably depending on who and like when they're there there's yeah. probably a fair level of like security detail oh with them they always have a private guide because you know for the sake of them getting you know either they have a you know their own booth in fucking whatever ride it is this yeah. guide yeah, basically the secures VIP, yeah. them yeah. privacy and you know they're entitled to it absolutely especially if they can shell out the big bucks you yeah. know what i mean yeah well like, it's because you get priority on all the rides. oh yeah and yeah. if you work for disney you know what i mean yeah. like if you're john c Riley, you're obviously wreck it ralph like yeah that's that true. in itself is promotion yeah true. <laughs> so you're true. gonna get priority sure and sure. that's exactly what we came Ooh, up if against, this merger like, goes through you think we'd see ryan reynolds at disneyland uh yes Ooh. Ooh, like Blake we would Lively. See, we would see Deadpool Mickey. No, we'd see Deadpool mini ears. It's it's that ears. moment where it's like he's walking around in costume, and someone like there's probably Disney security that's just like, "Sir, you're gonna have to take off that costume because like unless it's Halloween, adults are not supposed to be wearing costumes yeah. in the park." Right. So like I can imagine it being a total bit where like he's walking around in the park in the Deadpool costume, and it's just like, "No, but like I'm actually Ryan Reynolds." Though. Yeah, eating a Disney churro. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. pay to see that shit. I I remember but, yeah. I remember I think it was after Disney bought Star Wars and Marvel there was an artist that did a series of um like merger artwork and nice. one of them is uh Deadpool and a Disney princess in a teacup and then Boba Fett and a Disney princess in a teacup <laughs> and the teacups are passing each other and the two of them are high-fiving <laughs> and, Boba I, and Deadpool, that's yeah funny. I was real into that yeah that's great <laughs> yeah. that's great well you know what I loved Deadpool too I really did I really well. loved it and I'm looking forward to because obviously there's gonna be a Deadpool 3 oh there has to how be. and why and when we don't know yet mm-hmm. but it's gonna 
going to happen. It has to happen. You know what? They I like how they, you know, ended that one of the mid-credit sequences with what have we done? You <laughs> know, where they fix, they basically, um, Negasonic fixes the sort of time machine structure that um, Cable uses to go back. Mm. And because you remember how Brian said, like, there's only yeah. like a one trip thing or one round trip. Mm-hmm. Basically, she fixes it to the fact where uh, Ryan Reynolds, where Deadpool is able to go back a bunch of <laughs> Still times. Still Ryan Reynolds. And like, he does all that stuff, but that also leaves it up and open ended for Deadpool 3, where who knows where he's going to go with that. I even, think even if that's going to be included, I don't know, but I want to see yeah. another movie. The, um, the one thing that I have seen. They have mentioned that there is going to be a Deadpool 3, but um, I I feel the need to bring this up because we have done the whole, um, you know, can we enjoy things that are problematic episode in the past. But I know that if there is a Deadpool 3, uh, T.J. Miller is not going to be involved in it. Oh, yeah. Um, T.J. Miller is the the friend of Deadpool, but he's, yeah, yeah, Weasel. He's the one who, he, he was also in Silicon Valley. He's also, you know, been accused of harassment and a lot of other weird gone off the rail shit, public drunkenness, calling in stuff like bomb threats. Um, TJ Miller has been kind of an asshole lately. So there were, there were some people who were sort of, their excitement for Deadpool 2 was a little bit dampened by the fact that TJ Miller was still in it. And the fact that, you know, there's a lot of people who, have an uproar about like Johnny Depp being in things or about other people being in things, but there's not really that same uproar being brought towards things like Deadpool and TJ Miller. You know what though? TJ Miller was not likable in this one. And okay, he was good. His and asshole he also, friend. Yeah, he okay, was good. And he, and he didn't feature that prominently in the solid. Plot. If anything, he sold Deadpool out because he gives what's his face all the information that he's looking for anyway. He gives, he ca- he gives Cable all the information. Oh, yeah. what a fuck. So he sells him out anyway. It's like, it, it, but you know, it all works out anyway. So right. it's like he sells him out, yes, but he also helps the plot move along. So who cares? That's yeah. fair. You know what I mean? He was a minor character. If anything, they kind of recycled the old joke about uh, Deadpool looking like guacamole mm-hmm. yeah. from the first movie and you're just like okay yeah cool that's T.J. Miller's brand of humor mm-hmm. nice um, if anything all he was was a plot device yeah. okay but a plot device that yeah. doesn't necessarily need to be used in Not whatever is upcoming if anything either. Domino was a better plot device yeah. Domino I'm yeah. excited Negasonic was a better plot device yeah. fucking Juggernaut was a better plot device mm-hmm. there's so many other characters that are featured Oh my god, I just remembered. Fucking remember when Deadpool uses Cerebro? Oh yeah. What? <gasps> I want and this. It. Smells like Patrick Stewart. <laughs> well, he's actually he actually rides around in Xavier's wheel. I he fucking rides around. In the I I did see I think one of the trailers featured a bit of him in the wheelchair. He is. He's, so, he's rolling around so in it after you I'm all about it. X-Men in training, he's using Cerebro's uh, hat. Then he breaks one of the prongs that <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps like mimicking. Oh, okay. Then we have to talk about Dopinder. Oh, my Dopinder. Dopinder. Dopinder is back. Oh my god. Oh, I love Dopinder. Like a, a uh, an assassin in training. Oh, in training. Dopinder. Dopinder. All Dopinder wants is to kill someone in this movie. <laughs> is it like his cousin that stole his woman? So he, no, he references did, he, him. He references that he actually did kill. <gasps> oh my god. Oh, okay, so Dopinder. Because Dopinder's like. You're the Tom Cruise to my Kirsten Dunst. Oh, He's like, remember you know in Rebirth of the Vampire oh. when Kirsten Dunst drinks from Tom Cruise's porcelain flesh and she looks up at him and says, I want some more. <laughs> That's oh I my feel. God. I want blood. I lo- oh my God. I lo- He's like, I That's want to su- kill. Oh my God. To kill. That's so such an amazing that. reference to you. fucking interview with the vampire. Yeah. <laughs> You 
follow Depender's <gasps> through line in this oh. whole movie like a true fan because you just want him to kill someone. So like I don't <laughs> oh, even I don't even so care good. that like a certain amount of the movie has been spoiled for me because at this point now I'm just more and more hyped for it. You're so ready. <laughs> I'm so, oh, my body my body is ready. Oh, I it's love it. It's so ready. You're so ready for it, girl. <laughs> it's the greatest thing. And who I won't spoil who he ends up finally nabbing but it's okay so well done. okay it's, it's so great it is very well done indeed oh, and you know guys i would love to share feedback with you but we don't have that much this time so ah! we're gonna save it for the next time but i do want to call out we did kind of shoot our wad on feedback on we the did. last episode oh, we did we did kind of go but wasn't that fun crazy but i do want to call out john cutting because <gasps> john yes, cutting because in addition to giving us fantastic bad movie mashups and bylines he's also now transitioned to photoshop artist oh my god God, it was so good he's given us us, well he gave us two so the one was the time daughter poster yeah but the other was the importance of being earnest poster with as an earnest p world oh my god i didn't see this one oh my god oh my god dude john cutting you are a genius yeah so the um so like the dowager (laughs) character in that movie is is basically it's the earnest old lady it's i love it earnest early earnest which is hilarious i will say though and i'll post our our new john cutting uh movie poster on our instagram it's so well done we now have an official nerdonomy movie poster it is a piece of art mm. it accompanies the sean and ellie epic it's so well bespoke. and also alan the intrusive hipster ghost recently awoke from his internet hiatus today <gasps> alan is here oh, because, alan's back. yeah because nerdist asked do you guys think that the transformers saga needs to be rebooted and he responded actually i'd prefer <gasps> an adaptation of gobots <laughs> so. oh alan oh alan alan why are you trying to steal my thunder bro this is my first show back in six months don't go don't 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 tread on me you're just <laughs> jealous tread on you're me. just jealous roxy because i got that really nice bottle of like lavender mead oh go smoke some patchouli you son of a bitch with you <laughs> you oh my god i'm glad to be back oh so good good stuff man thank you john cutting yes thank you so much john cutting yeah you guys and you know i'm just so happy that you're back roxy i really am thank you and but we have to take a break which is to say that we're actually going to take a break and do our next episode so for you guys this is the end but we'll be back soon this is the show that never ends but you can do us a favor though give us feedback and here's how you can do that you can go to neuronomy.com and click on the talk to us button and that will send us a feedback email to our inboxes and while you're there you could you know like give us a donation or buy a t-shirt or you could also follow us on social media at neuronomy on facebook twitter and instagram but the most important thing you can do, truly, honestly, madly, truly, it deeply, uh, is um, is truly is madly a deeply. Savage Garden reference. Uh, truly yeah. madly deeply. It's also a movie. I uh, want It's a Tony Miguel movie. Uh, <laughs> is spread the word of nerd like a bird turd. Don't just tell your friends and family, clergymen. No, yell at them. Elected officials about our podcast. Um, but. Share that shit. Share it on Facebook. Retweet. You know. Don't just go to your neighborhood archdiocese and spread the word. (laughs) Don't 
Sunday mass. Trash Sunday morning mass. I'm not and bashing it. the bishop's sermon I'm just to talk about Sean's inappropriate humor. Listen, exactly. you know, you know, uh, PJ McGrath gonna get up there and be like, so I was listening to a podcast the other day, <laughs> I, and one I'm... of my parishioners suggested nerdonomy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, wouldn't it be great if one of our British nerds, like Laura Rose, uh-huh. like crashed the royal wedding and uh-huh. Laura Rose is Welsh. Yes. Like, but, okay, <laughs> so Wales, is, Diana. Wales is geographically connected to England. This is true. So, this is true. I mean, this is true. You know, I mean, like, okay. Yeah. So spread Just that word. Interrupt, interrupt the Archbishop of Canterbury in the middle of his drumming. <laughs> Preach so, it like the on the mountaintop. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the other no. Bishop, I thought was awesome. Bishop Curry, I thought was 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 great. Oh. Some people made fun of his speech, but I loved it. Okay, oh God, but like, yeah, have no. have you listened to our local bishop sermons, though? There are points where like, he tries to relate to the youth, and he's just like, I was watching Spongebob the other day. <laughs> or like, oh th- I think he legit started one with just like, I heard a song on the radio the other day by a band called Green Day. Oh my god, the day was green. Oh no, my god. <laughs> nothing's better, though, than the royal wedding supercut of them interspersing Reverend Cutting's rever- uh, uh, sermon with scenes from Coming to America. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bishop sexual Curry. Bishop chocolate Bishop Curry. Performing. Yeah. Uh, this is my bad. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> and, and, and like the banner says black awareness above the Oh God. Yeah. And all the reaction shots of the audience are just people from the royal wedding watching. Oh, this is God. turning into an Irish goodbye where it yes, takes like it 45 is. minutes. Or no, an so. Irish goodbye um, is when you leave without telling anybody. Is it? Is it make, well, there's another. Is it Italian goodbyes that take like three oh. hours? We yeah, because you have to say goodbye to the whole family and take leftovers with you and say goodbye to all of your aunties and mama. Like, and mama. come on. <laughs> and there's also. But, no, see, <laughs> the thing is that. So I, I will I will comment. Irish goodbyes take longer because the families aren't necessarily huge, though oh they can be. God, but what is this gangs in New York? It's this weird. It's this weird. This is Irish versus Italian gang. Let me finish my thought. <laughs> Fucking a. Um, it's that every time you try to say goodbye, there's this little mini conversation that happens. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. In between the goodbyes, so that's fair. I love okay. it, you guys. We're leaving. We're leaving. Fine. Turn it. Just turn this motherfucker off. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. For lack of a better segue, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it is that time, so until we meet again, stay nerdy and tune into our next exciting episode. Same nerd time, same nerd channel, nerdonomy.com. See ya. Bye, shipping Roxy and Dr. Andy since 2004. <laughs> and roll credits. movie quotes you should not say during sex. Papa, can you hear me? Papa, can you see me? Papa, can you find me in the night? Papa, can you near me? Papa, can you hear me? Papa, can you help me not be frightened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! We never talked about
talked about Barbra Streisand. <laughs> we never talked about Babs. Yentl. Oh, oh, oh Yentl my God, forever, you guys. Thank you, Deadpool 2. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> God, you guys are that gifts so to this world.